Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. Liverpool host Brighton. Jack Wilsh is going back to Arsenal. And Man United face Spurs in the thigh rubber. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, oh, you gotta be wiser. That's what it came from. Hard, I was really wrecking my mind. You gotta be tough, you, you gotta, gotta be stronger. Oh, I wanna be the only one, the only one, the only one. A, 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 a very BB Winans. A very rare BB Winans impression there. Yeah. That's the only BB Winans impression you'll hear on a football podcast. This I always week. used to get BB Winans. That was eternal. Difference, yeah, featuring BB Winans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was there. You can always find him. Like, like Jeremy Corbyn, he was there. <laughs> he was just there. I may have made a contribution. Yep. I'm not sure. I may have laid down a beat. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Put some dry and bass shit over it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, a bit of Desiree to begin with. Marcus, and, uh, is it ooh. uncomfortable for you to see at the very start of recording, and I appreciate this is not a visual feature, but bear with me, mm-hmm. Mark, um, Pete is sat in front of mm. another watch and another banana. Oh yeah, I am, aren't I? I didn't even realise. Didn't even do it on purpose. I've got to stop taking it off my watch because I always leave it here and it's the watch that my uh, dad got me or rather gave me his old one and got it engraved with uh, Love Dad. 
A bit short this back. month. It's near the end of the month. Have that for your birthday present. <laughs> Good and old then, Stewie. And then I got him a watch back because I didn't because I was never into watches before. And I got him a watch back uh, and I got it engraved saying, um, love she said, love you, dad. But the block wrote, I love you, dad, which right. sounded a bit more like I wanted to have sex with my dad. Did the back of the watch say, just put something like, I love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, know, you can't just add an I. That if, was an expensive watch. As, as those of you who are interested that. in the trials and tribulations of uh, Pete as it relates to his father, Stuart mm. Donaldson, He's a regular feature on the Who Compete show. Imagine, even though he doesn't know it, people knowing, uh, people listening to the ramble and never sort of hearing from Stewie Donaldson. No. I think he might have graced one of our specials at one point. He did, where I interview my dad about why he doesn't like football. Yeah, so uh, that's, back uh, that's a football ramble again, special there. A man who doesn't like football again, Marcus. Again, Marcus. <laughs> it was getting towards the end of the month. Marcus, <laughs> are you forgetting what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I bring to the table. Yeah. It's How never football, Mark. You'll be pleased to know, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some exciting specials coming up, of course. Yes. We have yes. one uh, that's out now. Yeah, Luke Acast Plus subscribers can currently listen to my long-form interview, about an hour, with mm. the lovely, and he is a lovely man, Carlos Carvajal, ex-Chef um, of Wednesday and Swansea manager, of course. That will be out for all Ramble subscribers on Wednesday the 29th, but it's available now for Acast Plus subscribers, one ninety nine a month. You get the specials early. And you get ad-free rambles as well. That's the admin out of the way, Marcus Speller. I know you want to go straight to Anfield, so I'm going to let you do that. Thank you, brother. Premier League, Liverpool host Brighton, Liverpool. They started the season where we saw a bit more of um, of their of their team, if you like, against Crystal Palace. Of course, against West Ham, it was a, a bit of a stroll in the park at uh, Anfield. <laughs> but against Palace, they were a little bit more tested. Uh, Allison, we saw him getting his hands. Dirty. Oh, dirty, yeah. With their gloves on, so it was fine. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in, in, the, in the purest and most professional sense, he got his hands dirty. So, so everyone in their right mind, mm. I'm going to put this out there, everyone in their right mind is tipping either Manchester City or Liverpool for the title. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I've got some bad news for Liverpool. Uh-oh. Yeah. On Sky Sports this week, they've been tipped for the title by Mr. Stuart Pearce. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the equivalent of a vote of confidence. <laughs> it's equivalent of putting David James up front. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, every time I hear the word Alison or the, the name Alison, I think of the old, there was a punk band called Whitmore that was on Scuzz TV back in the day. Scuzz. And it was, uh, Alison, I want to talk to you. I think there might be boobs in it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And what about, <laughs> and all Scuzz. I ever knew, only you. Alison Moye. Uh, oh. You mean Alison Moye covered by One-Eyed Willie, that song. Did, did, did Pete Donaldson's pop punk outfit One-Eyed Willie cover Only You by Alison Moye and Yaz? We attempted a okay. late, a late uh, push for that. What about... I'm speechless. Um, mm. What about the one where Roy Chubby Brown was going on about Alison? Alison. Yeah, Alison. Or Alison in Chains, Maybe. of course. How have, you managed to, how have you managed to make that sound even more dated than our things? Alison Chains. I like that. That was good. That was good. Yeah, will will Liverpool fans start... There's a lot of options for Liverpool fans to start bringing songs to the table for mm. Alison. I think so. But Alison Becker. Probably, probably not Whitmore. It's a great name, Alison Becker. It is, isn't it? It really is. Um, but uh, but he's, he's a very good goalkeeper, as, as we know. No, two clean sheets. Uh, but, but when I say we saw a bit more of the team, what I mean is that you know Van Dyke was man of the match. Um, we know he's got that in his locker, of course. Fantastic. But Alisson, uh, we saw him make a save or two. Naby Keiter had another good performance. You look at that Liverpool performance against Crystal Palace, you know, it was all seven or eights out of ten mm. across the pitch. I know player ratings, whatever you may think of that, but you get the point. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and and Crystal Palace, not not the easiest place to go. Now, this um, is, is, is a home game against Brighton. You would fancy Liverpool to win that. This These are the kind of fixtures, actually, which I think are preferable for, for Liverpool to potentially build, no disrespect for Brighton, they just beat Manchester United, of course, build up a bit of momentum you know if, you, if they can get three wins out of three um, you know when they go and play the big boys teams that they 
tend not to struggle against. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp is, is the old... Well, we, Marcus, uh, we talked about it last about week with, with a trip to Sellers Park is exactly the sort of game that occasionally Liverpool will struggle yeah. on. Uh, on the Alisson Becker thing, I think you're doing him a, a, a touch of a disservice because his full name mm. is actually the fantastic Alison Ramsey's Becker. Oh man, that's even... So Ramsey's? It's, it's got like an Egyptian wow. flavour as well. Yeah. Um, so how was he ever going to be anything other than a huge success with that sort of name? A Brazilian <laughs> um, goalkeeper with that name. But yeah, so Liverpool's first test, real test of the season on paper, of mm. course, we know the Premier League is competitive, is they've got Spurs away in the middle of September and they've yes. got Chelsea away at the end of September. You're right on what you say, they need to build up, build up a head of steam. But um, Brighton, of course, were first to everything against Man United. They yeah. snapped into tackles. Mm. Their passing was good. Um, they were they were very very good. Um, and they'll need a performance like that away to end. They away at I mean, they will. I, I think that sort of performance or that sort of style of play does play into Liverpool's hands a little bit because I'll just pa- pass through them and hit them on the break, and they'll be chasing shadows. I think. Well, if Brighton tried to go toe for toe for Liverpool. They'll get knocked out. They will. They will. You they knocked expect. out the Premier League. <laughs> get out. No, that was so poor that you're actually knocked out the competition. Yeah. That could um, be a high scoring game, Liverpool side, I think. Lewis Dunk has gone off injured as well. I know Balogun mm. came in and sort of deputised, but he's. Dunk and Duffy are a huge part of what made uh, Brighton, you know, on their own terms, um, by their own measure, sort of successful last season. They are also um, terrible away from home. Mm. Terrible. So. It's, it's a big ask for them. Brighton are actually 14 to 1 to win at Anfield this weekend. £10 with bet 365 returns, £150, including stake, should the Seagulls soar. But I think it's probably beyond them and the way Liverpool are playing. I mean, you've got. Hence, hence those odds. You could, yeah, exactly. You've got a situation where Fabinho's not even in the matchday squad. Mm. And the Klopp's saying well, it's going to take a while for him to integrate and to get him ready and all this other stuff. They already look a, 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 a large measure stronger than they looked. Last season, I think we, that's it, isn't and it? And we talked about the Champions League final, mm-hmm. how they had seemed to have no option at all off the mm-hmm. bench. Now, I'm not saying they, they would have won that final if they did, but now they look a lot more rich in terms of resources, don't they? They've and, done and very the well. And the new James Milner, just, just, just I'm having an incredible time this James season. James Milner, um, penalty takings James Milner. <laughs> yeah. He loves it, doesn't I he? I think it was Savage on... Uh, when was he BBC? in some of those shootouts Sa- England were in past Savage. tournaments? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Savage uh, on the BBC sort of said... Uh, do you know who's like? I think it was Savage. Yeah, he sort of said. Uh, I think it's. Um, Did it annoy who's you? Who's got Who's got the most like assists or something in the Premier League? And it's like, and he was comparing. Oh no, uh, like, and he's comparing it to like some um, players who have played in the Premier League for like three years or something. It's like, yeah. well, of course it's going to be. No, but he's got more than like. He's got more than like. Yeah, he's got a ridiculous amount. Yeah. but he has been in the Premier League. A long time. He's been playing the Premier League since he was about fourteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, uh, but uh, but Klopp though has been laughing off any title talk. <laughs> At Liverpool, he, he I think he did this last season, and he was right to laugh it off. Uh, well, I, last I mean, season, of course, if you look at if you watch a Man City match, you'd be like, oh, yeah, mm. we're not going to get past that, are we? But I nailed but on, nailed on second for me, guys. But their, but their, um, their head to head record against Man City is quite strong. It's and, Klopp's, and Klopp's head to head record against Guardiola is also very strong. It it's is. those damn. 36 games in between. Yeah. That Man <laughs> City are ones. better. Well, they City... should just play two matches in America. Mm. That's maybe yeah. it. Man City did beat them 5 0 last season. Yes, they had a man sent off, but 5 0 is still 5 0, Peter. It is. Liverpool beat them in the return fixture, though. They did. So it's all to play for. It's all to play for. Uh, but Klopp did say he wants Liverpool to be. What was his word? Something like an ugly team to play against. Yeah. But obviously he's talking about they they are they want to be one of those teams where they think, oh, blimey, Liverpool are coming to town. Oh, we've right. got to go there. Yeah. Make Anfield the fortress. Now, one could argue it already is certainly in European competition. Klopp has turned it into a fortress. He's got to two European finals. Um, but you, that that is it, isn't it? It's an obvious thing to say, but this... You, you, when teams go to Anfield, they want to be thinking like they used to do at Old Trafford back in the day, and perhaps the Etihad. Well, and Liverpool days. back in the day, by the way, in like the eighties and that kind of stuff. I can't remember that. Come on, <laughs> that's pre-ramble. Yeah, yeah. he's a, yeah. PR. Um, 
but but it has to be one of those stadiums where people go and think if we can just nick a point rather than thinking well do you know if we can get at them you want the t- you want the team to be demoralised before they've even got off the bus, you know, and and they're certainly going the right way about it. Other thing that Klopp said recently, in fact, maybe it was even just yesterday. Um, I don't. We haven't really talked about Meza Özil and all the stuff that's going on uh, in Germany mm. uh, and whatnot. Um, but but Klopp came out today, and because I think most of us feel quite sorry for him, and he called the people who are slagging Meza Özil off um, as hypocritical, you know, for that photo with the president. He said, this is a classic example of absolute misinformation and, of course, complete nonsense. I do not doubt these guys um, about their loyalty to our homeland. The difference is they just have one more thing um, in their heritage. Where is the problem? That's beautiful. And I just, I'm not necessarily trying to open up the debate and talk about the Özil. I mean, you can if you want, chaps, of course. Um, but I just thought, hey, good old Klopp. It's about time somebody quite big sort of stood up for, for yeah. this nonsense. The thing I do like about Klopp is that it's something I also sort of dislike about him at the same time, which is that he's very emotionally led. And what that means is he can come out with some stupid stuff, especially when his team get beaten. Yeah. And or and he, and he will walk out of a press conference where he doesn't like the questions or insult an journalist. He's not too prickly. I, I've seen him insult journalists before, and I've seen him walk out of press conference. But not like a, like a, a Mourinho is at the moment, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, but that's not really a measure. That's, <laughs> no, that's not a standard. Mourinho is the worst yeah. of the worst. Yeah, it's like, so yeah, he's a killer, but he's not a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, so 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 Klopp has 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 that in his locker, but he also doesn't really tend to duck in issues and then this sort of stuff it is important for people to show leadership and, and step up and, and say what they think about this sort of stuff and, and, and I, I respect him for doing that um, I was just going to go and actually going to pick up on your um, on your Liverpool home ground fortress point mm-hmm. it's worth remembering that Liverpool didn't lose a home game in the league last season mm. so I would argue they're already at that stage alright fair uh, one, and, yes. and so and so what they actually need to do is, is successfully navigate these banana skins um, away from home but not only that I mean, unfortunately, it does have to be seen in the context of, of, of Man City. I mean, Man City are racking up 100 points. Very difficult to do anything about that. You know, well, that, was, that was last... They've done that once, admittedly. It doesn't mean to say they're going to go again this season. It means that it means what it means, which is there's a, a 20-odd point swing for sure. Liverpool to do something about it. Yeah, but... but and that's but very hard. It's incredibly hard, but it can be done. You know, and, and each season is, is different. You know, I mean, mention Mourinho. I mean, his Real Madrid side managed to, at the time, it was a record points tally against Barcelona in the league. You know, it can be done, these big swings. It'll be very, very difficult, of course. You, you did say you want to um, Liverpool to intimidate, or you think they should intimidate them before they got off the bus, so we've got to go to Anfield. I mean... No, 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 they, no! Not quite they, what I said. They did, they did throw bottles of cider at the Man City coach last time. <laughs> the Liverpool fans. Yeah, again, it's so, not quite what I said. <laughs> that's an intimidation of sorts. Is all I'm saying, Marcus. You want the, the players to be demoralised. I think he's telling people to throw cider at buses. All right. <laughs> That may or may not be true. Yeah. I, su- I, suspect, I suspect it isn't. Oh, how good you um, must be at your job if you can look from the sidelines. That's what Mourinho <laughs> said to that journalist, didn't he? Yeah, if you, if you go back the last three years, though, the reality is Liverpool have been nowhere near good enough in terms of points total. I mean, mm. they, they, I think they had 75 last season, so yeah. 25 points behind yeah, yeah, City, yeah. or whatever it was. They had mid-70s the season before that, and I think yeah. the season before that, they ended up with about 60. Mm. It's nowhere near good enough. It's nowhere near the level they need to be at with Man City in this it's, league. It's so. when the distractions start with the Champions League, isn't it, really? Yeah. Which, of course, they went very far in last But time. they should beat Brighton at home. That's that's the salient point sure. here. They <laughs> should was, beat Brighton at home. And the odds reflect that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was Leicester's average points tally before they won the league? Yeah. There it is, you see. It's yeah. the ace card. Come on. <laughs> Leicester City Come on. Is, is, the, uh, is the outlier here. Dirty tactics. It's Underhand Leicester. tactics. It's the outlier here which renders every other football conversation about the top of the Premier League completely obsolete what about Leicester net spend yeah. it's the net spend shout we net spend net it spend is. at it the is. end of the day though Leicester won it didn't they yeah. mic drop see you later <laughs>
<laughs> I've got no reason why Middlesbrough can't win the Premier League. They're not in it yet. Yeah, they're well, not in the Premier League yet. Tell that to Tony Pulis. I know, um, and he'll have to agree with you because it's fact. Let's talk about Pete's uh, second favourite club, Arsenal. I don't know where this has come from. I think I commented at one point that the Emirates was a nice place to watch football. I think um, someone, someone's got it. very polite. I think a mutual friend of ours has got it in your head that you hate Spurs. Yeah. And I think you also said that you quite like going to the Emirates. He doesn't hate yeah. Spurs, but he does yeah, quite I like hate, Arsenal. Uh, no, I, yeah, no. I said, Emirates is a nice place to watch football. Pete, how gutted I've always you? lived around there, so like I can always pop in pop there. In. <laughs> you haven't lived there for around, around there for years. I've always lived around there in the grand scheme of me living in London, I'd say. Yeah. Oh. About eight, eight out of the ten years. Okay. In on how in, gutted would you be if West Ham won? Uh, West Ham need points on the board. They're such a messy, <laughs> so they're such a fucking messy score. Both sides need a win here. Ugh. I think this this one could be an interesting you game reckon? because well neither side can defend that well, <laughs> and and both well so Arsenal certainly have got goals in them, and both sides need a need a win. So um, it's uh, it's going to be about four three. But Let, it, let's let's talk about that. Um, let's talk about that West Ham engine room in quotes. Because <laughs> a lot of about, animated gifts and videos. I don't know about West Ham fans everywhere, but I'm worried about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but Jack Wilshere said he wants to show Arsenal that they were wrong to get rid of him. He was willing to take a pay cut to stay at Arsenal, but Emery said, "Now nah, you're all right." Um, Didn't so, Emery say, "I can't guarantee you play every week"? He said you'd be a fringe player essentially. Yeah, okay. And then Wilshere. Why does he expect anything other than that? That's what I don't understand. Well, you would back yourself. He's been there for a while. You, What's you the would... point in playing Jack Wilshere when he's just going to be injured every second well, game? Well, he, he seems he fancies West Ham's chances against Arsenal, and oh, yeah. it would be classic Arsenal if West Ham won and Wilshere was the master. I, I, don't, I don't think that. I, don't, I personally don't think that's realistic at all, based on what I've seen. Of course, you never know in football, but the, the Wilshere thing I find, if if, that, if it is as it's been reported, I think if you're a top level pro and there's and you know there's a squad of an amount of players in the Premier League, surely unless you're some sort of I don't know. Aiden Hazard or, or Mo Salah type player, which let's be fair, Jack Wilshere isn't at that level, and he has arguably he never has been, and if he has, it's not been for a very long time. Surely the only thing you can demand from a coach is, I want to be part of the first team squad, and after that, it's up to you. Mm. After that, you play if you deserve to play, if all, all things being equal. So I don't think it's I don't think it's fair at all, given Wilshere's record, that he should be able to say, oh well, the reason I wanted to leave is because I wasn't guaranteed a first team place. Well, no, but that, no, there's a his body doesn't guarantee him a no, place. Yeah. Well, no, because he was willing to take a pay cut to stay at Arsenal on his current deal, so he clearly really wanted to stay, and it was the coach saying, at best, you'll be a fringe player. You're right, not okay. really going to feature. So, so it's fair if he moves. You can on change there. your manager's mind, can't you? Like with your performances and with your commitment and all you that can but at the age of what is he 26 or something I suppose certain managers just don't fancy certain players well, exactly and also yeah. if, if there's an offer on the table from, from a big club like West Ham and so on I think I think it's fair enough Yeah, you know we'll, we'll talk about perhaps uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek when we talk about uh, Chelsea in the second half um, I, 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 so I feel with the, with this game we're talking about I, I feel that based on what we saw from West Ham against Bournemouth they need more more numbers in that midfield like it's clear mm. to me that with Wilshere's re- recent record and his current performances and Mark Noble's advance in years you can't play a 4-4-2 with those two in the mm. middle no way and and that's what they're trying to do by what from what I can see so whether yeah. it means that Arnautovic has to drop in deeper which you probably don't no, want you, wouldn't, you, need, you, you need, don't need another want. body in there yeah, I, I'm yeah, surprised so Pellegrini wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't see that and, and do that but what, what about Arsenal there's much debate about Unai Emery and his Arsenal side trying to play out from the back and uh, certainly Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher um, had a bit of a ding-dong about that. It was probably good TV, that was, one. yeah, yeah. Well, well, should, he, should he keep doing what he's doing? It is early days, and they have played two of the strongest sides in the league. Yeah. Or should he just rip it all up and play it long, Peter? <laughs> no, it's going to take a long time to turn this all round, and I think um, the players are just starting to get used to an Emery's situation. Uh, I so agree. I don't think the Emery board should be worried about his position <laughs> just board. yet. Just stick to nails. Yeah. 
if, if it goes fine. really well, will they rename the stadium the Emirates? <laughs> I've not heard. I'd that love one. to say yes. I'd love to say yes. Domestic treble, like yeah. you did at the PSG. Yeah. Well, you didn't get that European one. Fuck, no. So it'll remain the Emirates. The Emirates. I can't even say it. The Emirates. Imagine him with a urinary infection. He could. He oh, could what, a, what a tongue twister. He could just nip up there and do a night and stick a wire in that stadium, mate. <laughs> That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be but only if it goes well, of course, because but, if they lose this game, it's hardly going to happen. But I do. I, I actually, I, I fall down on the side of Gary Neville in that debate that I watched on Monday. I think I do as well. Yeah, I, th- I think that there are improvements there. It's a long-term project for them. They've been hugely undercoached for years, mm-hmm. and there's improvement there to be made. Now, whether they've got the personnel, and whether Socrates, for example, is ever going to get up to speed, or whether Mustafi's going to find that form that he found a decent while ago. I mean, that's really important to, to, to work out. But mm. ultimately, but yeah, pers- you address that. personnel aside, yep. you can't really blame Emery for them losing to Chelsea and Man no. City. They rallied well against Chelsea yep. and were unfortunate. And obviously City are our city. So, um, yeah, it, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a, a chance for Arsenal, with the greatest respect to West Ham, a chance for Arsenal to get off the mark. You know, and if you fancy goals in this one, over three and a half goals mm-hmm. um, is 11 to 10. So £10 with bet 365 returns £21, including stake. Should we see four goals or more? Arsenal could do with a really big win here, couldn't they? They certainly could. And I do fancy goals, Luke. More. Good. Uh, Arsene Wenger. Remember him? He was in Liberia to collect an award from President George Weah. Oh, recently. lovely. I mean, what a sentence you love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's glorious, isn't it? Still winning awards. While his son's tearing it up in France. That's right, yeah. Um, why it's not uh, Wenger's. Oh, Wenger's um, might be, I don't know. Got a son. <laughs> Goodness, yes. uh, Big Veng received the highest honour in Liberia and was inducted into Liberia's Order of Distinction as a Knight Grand Commander of the Humane Order of African Redemption. Wow. That wow. is magnificent. That sounds good. <laughs> what a title. The that award, sounds like a superhero. The award recognises contributions to sports and African giving many Africans opportunities and of course Wea was signed by Wenger in 1988 for Monaco it's a pretty good point it's damn right this man has been underappreciated in this (laughs) continent at least in Africa they are recognising what Um, he's done I don't want to pop anyone's balloon okay I am going to but I (laughs) I don't want to do it I believe another recipient of that um, of that award is Claude Leroy Sepp no way I think so I think Sepp's received it. Not well. when George Weyer was president. No, well, no. It makes it a bit more... No, I'm just saying, in the interest of balance... Because <laughs> you were going to have a dig at Claude Leroy there, or however you pronounce his name. No, I would never do that. I was going to say, he's done a bit. That won't happen on my watch. Yeah. But big, big Sepp's in there. Big yeah. se- surprisingly, okay. Big Sepp's got his finger in that pie. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Let's have some emails with PED. All right, then. Hello to uh, Ross Anderson. After hearing last week that you wanted some uh, football's banana stories, I don't recall doing that. Uh, and while I'm aware this may have been a joke, I refer to you to a recent incident before a cup tie between Scottish non-league sides East Kilbride and Spartans. East Kilbride wanted to come up with a novel way to welcome Spartans to their home ground, and for a reason I'm not surely has been fully explained, the club presented the away side with a commemorative engraved banana. Now, he's appended a picture, and it's basically this beautifully laser-cut, laser-burned uh, kind of banana, just saying, here's a football match. Um, what metal was it? What? What metal was it made of? It's made of banana. Oh, it's an it actual was an engra- banana. Yeah, it was an engraved banana, oh, but it? engraved by a computer. Oh, I thought you meant like a, 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 a sort of like a trophy in the banana style of a banana. It's no. a temporary gift, isn't no, it? Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's gone black already. It's by almost certainly <laughs> at time of record. It's the gone black. The East uh, Kilbride Club Secretary said that it was a bit of a laugh. It epitomises what non-league football means to football. <laughs> <laughs> Which are what, really like, transient, yeah, r- rotten, forgettable, <laughs> but full of potassium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're probably almost certainly having to put that in a banana bread right now. Yeah, because oh, it's gone overripe. Beautiful. I had a really overripe banana yesterday. It was 
Just, uh, it was nice, but disgusting. Um, <laughs> hello to who have we got here, Colin McGill from South Norwood. Ah, uh, McGill. Oh, that's that's my end. Hoping, uh, hoping a Newcastle mention might get me read out. Definitely one for Luke to bring to PD's attention. Uh, rude. <laughs> Uh, please see the attached uh, horrifying consequences of life as a Newcastle United footballer and what living away from that shambles can do for your health. I think you'll agree that the Thames Water, other brands of water are available somewhere, has had an elixir-like effect with uh, young Andros Townsend. Ah. Um, basically, he's appended two pictures of Andros Townsend when he was at Newcastle and Andros Townsend now, hair-wise. That's, uh, I'm just doing it for um, cameraman Sam. That's yeah. a picture of... Uh, Andros Townsend he's then balding, balding with Newcastle then. balding oh, yeah. he's yeah. got a little uh, Steve McLaren hair island he's, he's, going he's on looking old he's now, tired now full head of hair that's and, not, a, and a lovely beard and a Townsend. lovely beard that's not Townsend isn't that wonderful that looks like a different that, I tell you what that shows you what happens when you get out of that bubble that shows get out of that goldfish yeah. bowl hair grows back I say what happens. get out of the clutches of Mike Ashley when, and, you, when uh, you move out from under the yoke of Ashley's, <laughs> living in Ashley's whatever sort of prepared accommodation he's got for you, uh, you, you your you body come... responds. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Uh, also, we've got an email from Cesar. Hello, Cesar. Uh, hi, Ramblers. I just want to update you on a fascinating moment in uh, Mexico's Liga MX. Uh, during mm. a Wednesday night's match between uh, Club Tijuana and Santos Laguna, both sides had a player named Jesus uh, Angulo on the game day roster. Both players not only share the same name, but also from the same exact city in, my, in Mexico. One was born in 97, the other in 98. No relation. Wow. And then both players swapped jerseys at the end, which ah. I really like. How does the commentator even sort of distinguish? Jonathan Pierce wouldn't he? He would struggle with that. He would, yeah. He'd, and if there's a goal, a goal on clearance, he'd be in bang, bang in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, imagine with Jonathan Pierce, those two players, <laughs> one had a shot, and the other cleared it. <laughs> and we weren't sure if it was over the line or not. <laughs> My goodness, he'd need and, a hard reset, wouldn't he? And Donaldson hard reset. And finally for now, James Wade from Ipswich has pointed out that uh, big uh, Mike Dean used to be a ballroom dancing champion, so that's no, maybe he, where his history on it. No, that's what he, he says. never. That's what he says. The most unsurprising news of the week. Hang on, yeah. you said that's what he says. Well, yeah. Have you checked that? Pete, I also no. like, I also, no, exactly. I also like the fact anything. that an email has got through the net uh, which is about with two pictures on an audio show. Doesn't put Pete off his stride. He's straight in there. Prints it out in colour. Yeah. Reads it out for us. Absolutely. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, good stuff. Don't care. No, why would you? And where can people email their pictures for you to read <laughs> <laughs> uh, them? It's very are. easy and simple. All right, let's talk about Newcastle United after this. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. Newcastle United, they host the Chelsea boys. Newcastle, they enter a difficult period playing Chelsea, Man City away, and then Arsenal in their next three league matches. Hooray! <laughs> Take it away, Pete Donaldson. I'll t- tell you what, Pete. Tricky. Uh, Newcastle have only got one point thus far. Um, am I, uh, at least they've got a point. <laughs> am I right in saying that Kennedy... Has escaped, evaded any sort of punishment. Absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> what, that makes a mockery of anything else happening in the season when it comes to referees. Imagine, a mockery. Imagine the, the investigative panel or whatever it was looking at that and going, fine. Yeah. That is fine for me. We can't retrospectively punish that. No. That, well, is it, was it because the referee. It's got to be clear and cut or clear and decisive. Clear and obvious. Clear if, and the, obvious. if the referee um, says, mentions that in his report and says that wasn't a red card, I don't know what's going on. It can't be revisited. It can't, yeah, be, it can't be revisited if, once he's mentioned it. As far as I'm aware, so yeah, if the referee spotted it and included it in his match mm. report, there's no further action to be taken. Bizarre. But then if, if he has done that, the very premise of that principle mm. is that if you have seen it, that's a red card. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean if, it's, if, it's if, if that happened in Sunday League, you'd be crying out for a red card. Oh, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> if it happened on the street, you might call the police. Well, he's, not, what, he's it, not playing against Chelsea because he can't play against his parent club. So I'm, he's getting his rest then, isn't he? I'm surprised we haven't heard more from Neil Warnock about it. <laughs> Oh, I think he had some. He was he was enjoying. Well, why is it not in the run? He was. Enjoy- <laughs> <laughs> why is it not in the Warnock Ramble? Because that was last weekend. Uh, he we was enjoying. Uh, he was enjoying the match. He's gone. It's just. It's a great day. It's been a great day. It really. <laughs> what has. Did, we it, can give anybody a match in our home patch. He said. Was it's it, like was... bullshit. You were crap. And so on your castle. They got a point and they a clean were, sheet. They were dreadful. <laughs> point and clean sheet. Aka a platform. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. To take into their next game. Which is I don't even know they're playing. Oh, it's a way to Huddersfield. So they're probably Cardiff. Right there. There Cardiff are going to be uh, the new Premier Passions era Sunderland. You're really down on Cardiff. Aren't yeah, you? I really am. I think they're dreadful. Yeah, I mean he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> they're dreadful. And they've got a dreadful manager. I mean, so in the, the Premier League, can the human mind? And I'm not even going to say with respect to both teams here. <laughs> can the human mind imagine a more dull Premier League game than Huddersfield at home to Cardiff on at three o'clock on a Saturday? At least it's not on TV. That's all I'll say. Could be goals. Could be goals in it. They put Newcastle Cardiff on. Well, that was pretty dull. Marcus, they could be goals in any game because that's that's, that's part of football. It's isn't it? very very. It's true. part of football. What's your Newcastle take, Pete? Yeah, go on, Peter. Are they going to win? Give us your hot take about no, the Chelsea gonna... game. No, they're not going to win. Uh, and, <laughs> what you know, about the protest that the Newcastle fans are planning outside Sports Direct on Northumberland Street before the match? They did that last. Um, they did that last home game, didn't they? We need to protest a bit harder. They're doing it again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> good I, luck to them. I'm very cynical about these types of protests. I know it's perhaps not a uh, a hugely popular viewpoint, but I think that for for this, this type of thing to have any affirmative action whatsoever, they have to stay away from the game. And yeah. I, I know because of the way football finance works now, maybe that wouldn't even have an effect because mm. the TV money is so much more important. But it would at least ask a question of broadcasters about whether they want to sort of market football to, that's full of empty stadiums, a.k.a. the Championship and League One, which it happens all too often in. I if, think it's, if it's going to happen somewhere, I think it will happen there, but I think it won't happen until Rafa either leaves under his own volition or, uh, or gets the boot. And Pete, when that happens, that'll be... 
Do you think, um, I know, a great welcome to the club for um, Sam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think, I know Mike Ashley has been well documented how, how poor he's been and how unpopular he is, but do you think there's a tiny sort of percentage of you that thinks Newcastle fans are their own worst enemy here because they're refusing to, to, to stay away, they're refusing to sort of protest effectively? It's just a question. I don't, I don't think they're one team city. That's the I don't, it's really yeah. difficult to do that sort of thing. People, I don't I mean, think people have proudly sort of said, you know, I've been watching this club for through thick and thin. Why should I let that prick spoil my? Yeah, yeah game, you know, I, I think that's it, enough. isn't it? It's and also, no, no, it's a fair one. And, and again, it's not going to affect his bottom line. He doesn't make any. He doesn't make uh, a, a vast amount of money out of uh, get receipts compared to. Um, other, you know, not paying for advertising hoardings and big spots direct nonsense. And He's uh, also leveraged a lot of debt on the club, hasn't he? Yeah, he's... Um, and on a more happier note... Um, he's, Luke... he's put a quarter of a billion quid into the, into the club, says uh, Dennis, Dennis Wise. Wise. <laughs> yeah. The quarter of a million that they made last year. Right. So... On in happier news, Pete, uh, they're seven to two to be relegated with bet three to five from the Premier League. Uh, Ten pound will return forty-five pound, including the stake should they go down. Um, they're not going to go down this season. This, this is you got this down as a, as a lock as a Chelsea win, Marcus. You would, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Uh, mm. But I, I sincerely hope Newcastle can uh, can get something out of it. I would mention in the first half. I want to talk about Ruben Loftus Cheek, not included in the eighteen-man squad for the previous match against Arsenal. Decided that he's going to stay and fight for his place at uh, Chelsea. Of course. That was before the, um, the the transfer window in the Premier League shut. Mm. He got 22 minutes as a sub against Huddersfield. The clubs say that they want him to stay and fight for his place, but he's not really getting. He didn't. I don't think he was in the squad. Certainly didn't play in the Community Shield. Mm. And a lone move that might be because he came back late from the World Cup, though. No, you know, he was. Other players came back later than him. I think that in the articles reading, they cited Willian, who who came back later, and yet he was on the bench. Right. Um, a lone move could happen with interest from clubs in Spain, Germany, and France. Apparently, I just from what we saw in the World Cup, from what we saw last season at Palace, and and him in an England shirt. I really want to see him play, yeah. and of course he wants that more than anybody. And I, I just it's a lot. It's a long season, and I think he'll get his chance at some point. Definitely, <laughs> you can't ignore a man with just his stature. I think kind of separates him from a lot of footballers. Marcus, does his style of play fit into what Sarri does normally? Well, possibly. I mean, I suppose he could be a sort of a shuttling midfielder. He's going to play with three. Um, he seems to like Barkley, which is great, and I'm glad Barkley seems to be getting a bit of football as well. But you know, you come off the back of a World Cup, you want to see these kind of more younger English players play a bit more. And there's so much chat. And, and it's been good to see uh, English players now move abroad to the likes of uh, Germany in particular. Mm. And I just I just wonder if Loftus-Cheek is going to think about this and just think, you know what, I've got to make a decision pretty quickly. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and maybe have a season in, in Germany, Spain or something yeah. like that. Well, it, would, it would make sense. Talk of... I don't think he is going to play at Chelsea. And it's, it's such a shame. Speaking of prospects, there's talk of uh, Stephen Ireland going to the Bundesliga. Is that right? He's all out of options. No way. Stop taking his pink Cadillac to... God, if I was him, I'd be I'd be looking for a move to China. <laughs> yeah. They're still doing the big wages, which I mean, I'm sure they are. If a Bundesliga club comes in for you and you're Stephen Ard, you're going there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're swimming there if you have to. That's unbelievable. Are you sure you read that right? Yeah, Stephen Ireland. Stephen wow. Ireland. That's... Um, word on the Ruben Loftus cheek. I mean, it could be like his gran. I don't know. It could be yeah. erroneous information left, right, and centre. Don't mention his gran. No, not no. again. The Ruben Loftus cheek situation is is a well documented one, a well publicised yeah. one, and, and 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 I suppose part of it might be it's difficult for him to get a permanent move elsewhere because his, his wages will probably be quite high. Mm. So the, the transfer fee certainly abroad would be would be too high for certain clubs. I don't know so about his wages. Then, he, can't, he won't be on that much at the moment. At I think he, I think he signed a deal last year. Did he not? 
extension last year, maybe. Okay. I might be wrong on that, but, but my, my point was just going to be that it's obviously going to have to be a loan move. Mm-hmm. And of course, it has to be a loan move overseas now because for whatever reason, they didn't, he, he didn't want to, either he didn't want to do the Crystal Palace re-up or, or they didn't want to do He wanted it. to stay and fight for his place. Yeah. So I, I think you're right, Mark, because I don't think he will play and it is a shame, but Barkley's in there and that's a good thing. Um, if he can stay fit and have an effect on on, on the team and that's good. It's, just, it's the age-old story of English football, isn't it? You can't go down that rabbit hole here because we'll be here all day. True enough. England's play, Young England players pass to the first team is, is a problem. It's a bottleneck and it needs to be sorted. It does need to be sorted. Let's go to a club who have... Uh, who don't need to be sorted at all. Who, 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 who <laughs> have no interest in, uh, in, in such nonsense. Manchester United, uh, much to the annoyance of their fans. They are at home to Tottenham Hotspur. It is probably the thigh rubber of the weekend. Would you say, Pete Donaldson? I think this is going to be a nailed on 1-0 um, to Man United. Well, I was going to <laughs> yeah. ask you how I think, it's, I, think it, I think it'd be one of those kind Can of... Can it be a thigh rubber if it's a Mourinho team? It will not make uh... anybody pleased to... No one will want, want, want to watch it, but it'll be, oh, no, Man United, on, it'll be a narrow Man United win. It's I don't the think there'll be anything interesting about this game. I, I think so. Spurs, actually. The Spurs could stick the boot into Manchester United. You reckon? They could. Bear in mind, Manchester United were in, they could, involved they in a five-goal thriller <laughs> last time. No, I think I, if Spurs can get at them, but I think Mourinho might just be like, right, let's, there was, there a one-nil, please. Yeah, I mean, watching them against Fulham last weekend, of course. I mean, they took a, they were quite profligate. They were quite um, wasteful with their chances. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of chances, but they they um, came didn't, good didn't though, and they the won three-one against a very bench. dogged opponent. <laughs> 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 but you know, and Fulham didn't look great, and they weren't marking marking uh, Trippier. I imagine Trippier will have a, a bit more um, bother this weekend. But uh, yeah, I can see Man United just edging this one. Is it the last three seasons Man United have beaten Spurs one 0 at Old Trafford? Certainly last season they did. Yeah, yeah. when Spurs, uh, Spurs should have shouldn't have lost that game. Moichido. This is a huge litmus test for um, for Mourinho's team. Yeah, and his, I think so. And the project and the state he has a, is at as a manager there because he can't afford to get battered here. No, they need he needs a reaction from his players. They came out saying. Pogba came out saying some quite odd things, actually, but I suppose on one level, at least he fronted up and, and did that. Mm. Um, but he said, oh, yeah, my attitude wasn't right, which is a crazy thing for a player to say after a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he said it, um, and it, I suppose it showed at least signs that he wants to take responsibility. I think Pogba's been a lot better, actually, since he got that confidence boost of winning the World Cup. And all that kind of <laughs> which you'd it's imagine. all you need, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's so, like an insulin injection. <laughs> we can arrange for a few Pommy players to have that. I'll, I'll be very happy. But, 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 but the point was going to be that, at worst here with Man United, don't know what type of team they are. Mm. Don't know if the manager knows his first eleven is. Huge defensive problems, mm. and on the evidence of the Brighton game, which I understand there's only one game, but on the evidence of that game, real problems of, of application. Like, wh- mm. how are you in a position? I know you're away from home against the Premier League team, and the Premier League is a tough league. How are you in a position where, for large parts of a game, you're getting beaten to every touch, to every tackle, to yeah. every punch, and and now and, they're and a well marshaled defence isn't going to save that. No, isn't going, to, isn't going to save the other team having. Well, they haven't got a well marshaled defence anyway. Yeah. And and but that that was Jose Mourinho's calling card, that wasn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, you're, like, you're right. Absolutely. So this game against Spurs is a huge one to watch, not because it's going to be a thorough because I don't think it will, but because it'll be a, a really interesting insight into what the position the players are in. Re the manager, are they going to get a reaction? We talked about, we joked about Steve McLaren on Monday. They lost seven one away to West Brom. We said. Well, well, we'll we'll find all about about all about the team and how lost McLaren is by how they get on Tuesday night. Got beaten three 0 at home. Mm. If, if if Man United follow this game up, I'm not comparing Mourinho to McLaren by the way. In that way, why not? If it, because <laughs> I think it'd be unfair on Steve McLaren. <laughs> but if they step up against Tottenham and get beaten badly, I tell well, you what, it, hold I the back pages I, on Monday. I, I, oh, on Tuesday because it's on Monday night. I, I think <laughs> I think by virtue of the fact, I think Man United will raise their game, but they'll raise their game because of the opponents, not 
because of anything. But when you say raise their says, game, because do, they do, know do that everyone's see, no, watching this match. You, see, you know what I mean? Do you see Manchester United going out and going right? Let, let's really go at them and let's let's try and do that. Or are they going to play for a one nil and play very cagey? And essentially, in a home game where they're one of the biggest clubs in the world, they're going to invite the opposition onto them because that's what Mourinho likes to do. Now, mm. I know Mourinho's teams can play better than that and so on, but at the moment with that side. With the, with the low confidence and all, I wouldn't be confident at all in them going out and, and, and trying to kind of blast Spurs away or something like that. So they're going to have to play very reactive and defensively and that will probably annoy the fans. I, I can't see how Mourinho... Gets out of it. He's going to yeah. get out of this yeah. one. But yeah. they, 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 did, they did neither things against uh, their, their previous opposition, Manchester United. So I, I, I don't think... Um, well, I just think by virtue of the fact that they know the eyes of the world are watching. But that, it's, a big, it's Man United. It's a the, guys, the, the eyes of the world are always watching Man United. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're not watching compared to a match against lesser opposition. And they are lesser opposition in the shape of Brighton. Um, this is going to be one of those ones where, all right, my reputation's on the line personally as a footballer. Pogba's going to be more up for it. All of the other kind of uh, the, the players that have got pretty meaty contracts uh, who have got, uh, you know, about 23, 24 who are decent footballers are going to be up for it. I can't see any well, this other... is why I think it's a thigh robber, because of all these sort of narratives, all the things that are going on. Now, when they played Manchester City the back end of last season, there was yeah. a reaction there. Yeah. I'd like to yeah, see Marshall were... play this match, because I'd like to see sure. what he's like but against it... a decent team right. rather than Brighton. Sure. In that game against Manchester City, they rode their luck, no doubt about that, in yeah. the first half, I think it was, were they 2-0 down. They came back and won it 3-2. You see, that's the kind of thing they need here. Obviously, not to go 2-0 down, but that sort of performance where some of the players go, as Pete, you're saying there, right, hang on a minute, we need, we need to do this and um, so on. I'd apart from what Pete said in the second half of his point there, but the, I think he really hit on something re Spurs when we were at the game last weekend. He, he said that, oh, you know, Spurs created a lot of chances, had a lot of the ball, and we talked about them being a little bit, looking a bit ring rusty, looking a little bit final ball, final chance, not quite clicking. But Kane can score in August now. Exactly. Well, if, if you fancy Harry Kane to score, by the way, at any time, it's 11 to 10 with bet 365. So £10 on that returns £21, um, should he do so. But my point was going to be that if it, if it clicks for Spurs, they dominate. I know Fulham aren't as good a team as Man United, but mm. they dominated Fulham in the mm-hmm. first half. Yeah. There was I can't tell you how many crosses, well, chances, most of, the, most of the game they dominated. If that clicks against United, they'll beat them and they'll beat them Easily, absolutely, and so like like you say, Marcus, it's difficult to see how Mourinho gets out of this one, barring a big reaction from his players. But just finally, I think Luke Shaw might be out, and I think Matic is out as well, right? Injured. So again, two 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 players missing. Yeah, we we sort of skirt- as well as the usual suspects. Yeah, let's not uh, let's not sort of skirt over the, the the big news coming out of Manchester United, of course, because according to reports, a group of of Man United fans will fly a banner over Turf Moor when they play Burnley on the second of September, calling for Ed Woodward to be sacked. I knew it was going to happen. I didn't think it would happen this early. Yeah. In the season. Um, the full message will read, Ed out, L-U-H-G, meaning Love United, Hate Glazers. Apparently, it'll be the first time since the Moyes era that some Manchester United fans have felt the need to take to the skies. Oh, I want to know on this, is there a letter limit? Yeah. yeah. A character mm. limit? Because if you're if you're taking the chance and paying the money mm-hmm. to fly a plane over, a bit more than don't, that. don't risk the message being lost. Yeah. Yeah. Get in there, Ed Woodward out, love United, hate Glazer, pay the extra yep. <laughs> and make sure your message is heard. Yeah. Well, just, I think Ed out is okay. They know. Well, it, might, it might mean Edwin van der Sar. <laughs> He's not in. Well, just making sure. <laughs> it's a statement rather than a request. What's, yeah. what's to stop us flying a banner saying football ramble? Listen. 
Well, right uh, down, our right dignity. Down. Yeah, our dignity. No, that's gone. Yeah. Right <laughs> down. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> oh dear. All right then, Luke. What is our best bet with Bet Three Six Five? It is time for our best bet with Bet Three Six Five. It comes from Sophie this week, who says, "Hi guys. On Saturday, I'll be heading off to see my beloved Doncaster Rovers take on Luke's mighty Pompey at the Keepmoak Stadium." Uh, Pompey have started the season very well. I don't four, fancy Doncaster's chance. Four wins out of four, Sophie. So good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And so I've decided to throw caution to the wind and aim for a best bet victory as surprising as Donny's will be should we triumph. Not going to happen. <laughs> it doesn't mean you, Donny. She means Doncaster Rovers. I've taken on board what you said on Tuesday's show, uh, or Monday's show it would have been, duly discounting Everton and Newcastle and decided to put a bit of faith in Unai Emery's boys to secure a win the third time of asking. My best bet of the week is Arsenal to be leading at half-time and full-time against Ooh. West Ham which, if I'm correct, has current odds of 10 to 11 on the bet three, on Bet365, meaning £50 returns the princely sum of £95.45. As a Man United fan, as well as a Rovers fan, I can't quite believe I'm saying this, but come on, Arsenal, let's win some money for a good cause. So, Arsenal to be winning at half-time and full-time against West Ham is indeed 10 to 11, and £50 will return £95.45, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. Love Good that. luck, Sophie. Good oi luck, oi. Sophie. Good one. And now it's time for going for gold. It is. So, the heat is on and the time is right. So, it's time for you. I love the way he says that. People are coming, everyone's trying. Trying, you need to be here the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the states are so high. We're all going for going for gold. <laughs> We're going to have the full thing every week. I yeah, so. we are, because it's beautiful. Um, can yeah. I... In lieu of a WhatsApp stab. If you'll indulge me, mm. I'm tuning mm. up on Marcus here. Jim's mm. obviously oh. not on the mark, off the mark because he's not here. Um, so, Marcus, this is a... As they always say in, in football matches, the third goal is very, very important. Very important. And then they always say about Jim, he doesn't score in August. No. <laughs> yeah, he literally When he's at can't. the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. Um, we should yes. have got him on the phone for this. <laughs> uh, right, here's a little bit of uh, music. Loud, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I'll turn it down then. Uh, right, your first clue, ladies and gentlemen. I was born 14th of June, 1981. Stop. I'm just going to go with Glenn Murray. Oh, nice. Incorrect. He's younger. Stop. Than that, Michael Owen. Incorrect, but lovely. Um, I have played in five countries in my career, starting and ending in Brazil. Stop. I was gonna, for some reason, I don't know why I was going to say this, and I'm going to have to stick to it now. I was going to say Clarence Seidorf. Because he, uh, he managed in Brazil. For ended a bit. There. Yeah. Oh, okay. Incorrect. Stop. Adriano. Incorrect. I scored 10 goals in my debut Premier League season, all of which were either outside the box or penalties. Stop. Janino Pernambucano. No, Janino Paulista. Sorry. Oh, well, hang on a minute. They're two separate players. No, no. Janino Paulista. Well, your first one was... Pernambucano. You can't have two in one no, no, go. No, I, no, I didn't say... I stopped myself because it was the wrong thing. I, I corrected myself. Give him it, Pete. Either way, he's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I have a 100% conversion rate of penalties by playing in England. How long have we got on Diamond Lights here? Because it won't last. <laughs> Stop. Emerson. Incorrect. Carry on. I've got, I've got an answer. Sorry. I scored the only goal for my team in a game when we were beaten by seven goals. Oh, um... Stop. Ilano. Yeah. Correct, Marcus Miller! Yeah, yeah. I was probing. I was probing. Well done, mate. He probing was a good player. Away. Played, of course, for... Uh, Man City. Uh, for Sven. 
Yeah, after the, uh, I separated from my wife in 2011, had an affair with a supermodel and then got back together with my wife all in the same year. And after the 2015 Indian Super League final, I was arrested for assault of the owner of FC Gore. I would have got that after that. There you go. Just Uh, as well we got that, because that that was close (laughs) to at all. Marcus, post-match interview, how do you feel to finally get off the mark? Yeah, Yeah, I feel better. Good, yeah, relaxed now. Uh, You know, my attitude was wrong. Your (laughs) your Juninho point was very, very fiercely fought contested there. I can see the fire in your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) If anything, he was trying too hard, Pete. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's he's, right. he's not forced it and it's come through for him. <laughs> right, we better go because Pete just picked up his banana. Uh, <laughs> Where's it going to go? Thank you very much. Oh, don't peel it in here. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Bet365, everybody. Yeah. We'll be back on Monday, of course, with the Football Ramble. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye, Petey. Bye-bye. And it's bye from me. I was just listening to the music to check that I'd done it right. Turn the vol up. Bananas in pajamas. Ooh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.